Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 213 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for another day in your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus teaches us in Mark chapter 7. Tradition. Jesus talks about the Pharisees and their traditions. They wash their hands in a certain way and purify themselves in a certain way to feel clean. But the only way to be truly clean is to have a heart for God. The Pharisees were all about appearance. They wanted honor and had greedy hearts. Jesus pointed out that they took money that belonged to families and not the church. They took money from families who could have helped their aging parents. This violated God's commandments to honor our parents. Their hearts were cold with greed and Jesus told them so. Let us pray to follow God before the world's ways. May our hearts stay soft and obedient to the Lord's leading. There were certain foods that were forbidden for the people to eat, but Jesus brought a different perspective to the people. In verse 19, it says, Thus, he was making and declaring all foods ceremonially clean, that is, abolishing the ceremonial distinctions of the Levitical law. Further, he taught them it is our hearts that indulge in the real sin through our thoughts. He lists a number of sins that are stimulated by our hearts and wicked thoughts. In verse 23, he said, All these evil purposes and desires come from within, and they make the man unclean and render him unhallowed. May we pray our hearts be purified so the one who died can make it so. Lastly, we read about Jesus healing a young girl and a deaf-mute man. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he told them that, the more they shared the news. Somehow, it is the way of our human nature to do what we are told not to do. May we receive God's leading and not turn from his guidance. Well, let's see what Paul is teaching in Romans chapter 14. Interestingly, Paul talks about food in this chapter as Jesus did in our reading in Mark today. He is saying some of the same things as Jesus did, such as all food is ceremonially clean. In verse 14, he said, I know and am convinced, persuaded as one in the Lord Jesus, that nothing is forbidden as essentially unclean, defiled and unholy in itself. But nonetheless, it is unclean, defiled and unholy for anyone who thinks it is unclean. He argues that we all have a conscience that guides us, the Lord who guides us. And if we are convicted of food that we shouldn't eat, then we shouldn't eat it. At the same time, we shouldn't judge others for eating it. However, if eating something that our neighbor or friend considers unclean affects their conscience, then we should abstain from it in front of them. Maybe they would be too easily swayed to join us in consuming something that goes against their beliefs. And if that happens, then it becomes a sin for them. We have tempted them and participated in aiding them in their sin. We need to be aware that our actions affect others. We aren't necessarily ruled by the law of food in our everyday life. However, we can take this concept of not tempting people with any sin that they may be tempted by and respect their beliefs so we don't cause them to sin. May we be sensitive to others' weaknesses and not put a stumbling block in front of them. At the same time, may we live freely under God's grace. Well, let's see what's happening in Esther chapter 7 today. Yesterday, we read the plot that Haman set against Mordecai. We also read that the king's heart was stirred to hear the good deeds of his people and determined to raise up Mordecai because he had saved the king's life. Today, we read about the wrath that is stirred up in the king's heart against Haman. Queen Esther continued to have favor with the king, and she was greeted at dinner with whatever she requested. 
When she told him of the plot to kill her people, he became enraged at Haman and went into the garden. When he came back, he saw Haman falling all over his queen, and his rage was fueled even more. He ordered Haman to be hanged on the very gallows that Haman had built for Mordecai. We can see God's work in the king's heart, in the courage of Esther, and in saving his people. God is our defense, too. He comes to our aid in all of what we do. May we put our complete faith and trust in him. In chapter 8, we see how much favor both Esther and Mordecai were offered. The edict to kill the Jewish people is overturned. In fact, the Jewish people were given every right to fight against anyone who would come after them. We read about them rejoicing over this victory. Even more than that, we read that other people became part of the Jewish faith because of all their gladness and joy. God is a great God. There is nothing he cannot do and will not do for his people. And that means you too. Let us praise him today for his might and power. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm chapter 32. Psalm 32 has some of my favorite verses in it. King David teaches us the power of asking for and receiving forgiveness from the Lord. In verse 5, he writes, I acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity I did not hide. I said I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, continually unfolding the past till all is told. Then you instantly forgave me the guilt and iniquity of my sin. May we continually confess our sins and receive God's forgiveness too. In verse 7, he writes, You are a hiding place for me. You, Lord, preserve me from trouble. You surround me with songs and shouts of deliverance. The Lord surrounded David with songs and shouts of deliverance. He will do the same for us as we lean into him for the forgiveness of our sins. He will put joy in our hearts and we will praise him. Verse 10 is one of my favorite and says, Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but he who trusts in, relies on, and confidently leans on the Lord shall be compassed about with mercy and loving kindness. Compassed about with mercy and loving kindness. This is how God works in us and transforms our hearts, which affects our lives. May we fully surrender ourselves to the Lord and allow him to compass us about in his mercy. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that encourages us and comforts us today. May we sit at your feet and confess our sins and be forgiven. Forgive us for the sins we have committed, both those we know about and those we are unaware of, and cleanse our hearts. Help us surrender ourselves to you completely and allow you to bring us up higher in our walk here on earth and in our relationship with you. You are our God and King, and we praise you. You are greatly to be praised. Strengthen us in every way, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.